Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Claire. And this is Cece. And greetings listeners, this is our Letter to the Podcaster edition of Season 3, Episode 12 of Sendition. And right now we have a guest with us on call today. She is the host of the podcast, A Love Letter. And yeah, we can't wait for you to hear from her today. Emmy, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi. Hi everyone, I'm Emmy and I am the host of A Love Letter Podcast. And I'm, well, first of all, thank you Cece and Claire for having me on today. I'm very excited. Um... I guess just a little about me. I'm a freshman at UCLA, and um, I love all things love. I'm very much a hopeless romantic. I like to swim, read, knit in my free time, hang out with friends, and yeah, that's just a little bit about me. So, disclaimer, Emmy is actually our friend. Um, <laughs> her back, I realized we didn't introduce in that, high school. but she, we know her from yes. high school, and I know her because she was on my swim team. Yes. That's and how I first met CC, but yeah. Yeah. And we were we're at cla- on class council at one point. Yes. Together. Oh yeah. yeah. Doing that as well. <laughs> so. So about Go your podcast. Oh. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Sorry. Um, about your podcast. So obviously, your our podcast is called a love letter, and one thing I personally like about letters is trying to find like the ending so sometimes I say thank you for the name or best or sincerely so out of all the Mm -hmm. endings that you can think of Emmy which word would you use to describe your podcast I think my podcast would be a little xoxo (laughs) hugs and kisses okay because so cute I think that's the most intimate in terms of like love and everything Mm -hmm. and I think in terms of expressing that I like the xoxo but I also love all of them I also feel like my podcast could be the little PS at the end uh, after the yeah goodbye, just because it's like the little sweet added note. So, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> and since you started this podcast, like just this year on like the first day of 2022, how long has the idea of your podcast been in like behind the scenes in the background? Yeah, I would say that this has, well... When I was younger, I really wanted to be a vlogger. I, like, I would um, always make little vlogs on my parents' phones and stuff, and I even went to PicMonkey back in the day and made myself a little YouTube banner, because I thought that I would really be able to make a YouTube channel, and um, I think when I was in middle school, my parents actually got me a camera, and I have a few vlogs from trips we went on or just daily vlogs that I have. But my parents never let me post on YouTube because they were just worried in terms of privacy, me being a minor, just stuff like that. So those vlogs are away stored um, somewhere, but I would say that was kind of when I started getting into wanting to tell people about my life or just having fun doing those little things. And then in high school, I started doing little... I don't know, I would say, like, letters to myself or mm-hmm. video diary things. Like, I guess, like, Good Luck Charlie. You know how she has her video diary? Mm, I would yeah. do them on photo booth. Um, so I have little photo booth videos of me just talking to myself. And I know some people that do that as well because it's nice to look back and see how you've grown, but also a nice way to just debrief and reflect on what's going on in your life because it can be very, um, I would say, I don't know, freeing, exhilarating in some way to be able to release your emotions and just talk it out and not just keep it to yourself. But 
as time went on and I was still filming those, I was like, wait, having a podcast would be really fun. And I feel like in the past three years, especially the podcast um, field has grown and I see a lot of influencers or YouTubers or just people moving into the sector of, I guess, media. And I was like, I've been listening to a few um, and it just seems like a fun thing. And then I've been talking about it more and more. And this past Christmas, my dad got me a microphone um for as a gift in order to start my podcast and I was like you know what it's here I might as well take it um I was saying in one of my episodes that 2022 year of YOLO so you might as well just you know take the bull by the horns commit to it if anything it'll be really fun to look back on it doesn't have to be this humongous I don't know project of mine it really just is a passion project and mine is different in terms of I'm just kind of talking and sharing my feelings and emotions, and, um, so, to look back at it, that will be fun, but, yeah, it's just, I think it's, I think it's really fun, I keep saying fun, but I think you guys can relate where it's, um, it's nice to be able to put in work into something that you're passionate about, and to keep, I just, I don't know, being committed to it, and for me, it's very low stakes, there's not really anything to lose, so, yeah. Just for fun. And if it turns into something big, it turns into something big. Yeah, like along the lines, if HelloFresh wants to sponsor me and get some, <laughs> oh hell yeah, rose paint, like like I'm, okay, I'm, good with I'm that. fine with that. Yeah, I always see if a part of me is like, I wish I started posting those YouTube videos because I don't know if I would have been big. But mm. whenever I see influencers get PR packages and just free stuff, I'm like, wow, <laughs> that kind yeah, of wow. Nice. The free stuff is very enticing. Yeah, <laughs> and the TikTokers you see nowadays. Some of them, they just quit their jobs because they're making so much off of ad revenue and right. sponsorships that they don't need to work like their nine to five anymore. And I'm like, yep, nice. Good for them, honestly. Good for them. <sighs> yeah, that's why. Like, so well, you guys both know. Like, I was really into. I'm really into skincare, and I was like, mm-hmm. all these. So I was following a bunch of skincare influencers. I was like, gosh, they're getting so much free stuff, and I have to beg my yeah. mom for money to buy it. So I was like, what if I? Like, start my own account. And I kind of did. But then there's, like, a point. I don't know. Personally, like, I felt like it was just too much. Because, like, within the industry, there's a constant, like, it's a bit off topic. But it's, like, a constant, like, urge and, like, pressure to have the latest thing. And, like, that's not something I could have afforded. So, yeah. TikToking is hard. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, um, when I was, I was, I I forget I was watching some video, um, oh, wait, now that I'm going to be upset that it lost my mind, but it was someone who was a TikToker and they do that full time now, but they were talking about Mm -hmm. how, I think they're, I think they're somewhere in like the fashion skincare kind of lifestyle where they're like, it really, it's not sustainable for everyone to just start posting TikTok videos and blow up and just have this because a lot of times you need more resources in order to get to that point and especially in the lifestyle world when they're making fashion videos or skincare you have to be able to afford those things in order to start building up and obviously there are many ways like if you're doing secondhand or thrifted but in our like very consumer centric day and age a lot of times it's like what's the hottest trend or blah yeah. blah so I, t- I saw an influencer talk about how they want to be more transparent in the reality of becoming bigger and how it's not sustainable mm-hmm. for everyone mm-hmm. yeah like 
I guess even myself, like, I'm lucky that my dad bought this microphone for me because I know not everyone can afford those. But, like, also for a podcast, I feel like it's really easy to start out because you can just do voice memos or something. And I use Anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anchor literally. is just a free platform. So if you want to do it, there's there's a way. At least for podcasting, I feel like it's a lot easier. Yeah, I think, like, at one point, uh, Cece and I used to share a mic, but then she went off to college, right? So she has... No, it was the pandemic, and we couldn't meet up hmm. to record uh, anymore, so she had the mic because she got it, right? So at one point, I was using, like, my phone or my iPad and the wired Apple earbuds to record, so <laughs> we've all <Yeah>. been there. <laughs> now yes. we've got two mics. Now we have two mics, Yay. so we're good. Would you ever post the, uh, like, the little videos you made for yourself? Maybe not when you were, like, older. I'm sorry. not Maybe not when you were really young, but the ones you said mm-hmm. you were making before you uh, started the podcast. Honestly, I think maybe. It's just really funny, I think, because now that even if these were just a few months ago or a few years as I've been in high school, it's not as embarrassing. It's kind of like, oh, let's just have fun and look mm-hmm. back. So I might post some of them. Um, I just remember one of them. I'm holding my deodorant as a microphone, but stop. <laughs> I know. And I talked about things, just like what's been going on in my life in school, and especially during Zoom. I have one where I was upset that we weren't going to have a prom. Oh, <laughs> Which is- I saw that our school did the reveal like yesterday mm, or yeah. something, and I was like, no. And it was Tangle themed, and I was like, oh, oh no, Tangled? you're joking. <laughs> Not oh. it was like something like in this something about the Star Festival I don't know but oh, it was the lanterns. A drawing. It's the lanterns. It was a drawing of like the lanterns and everything, and I was like, "You have to be kidding me! Like, no, you can't be doing this to me!" And I just got like flashbacks to like pandemic, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we're not gonna get prom." That's so oh, well. sweet. That is I really know. sweet. I'm happy for them, but I am sad for us. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. I saw them starting playing um, Assassins as well, and I was like, that would have been so fun our senior year as well. Just, like, have that, but... Hi. What can you do? Good for them. Yeah. yeah good, for, good for them. They're getting everything that we didn't have, so... I just wanted, like, once you had the idea, like, oh, you got the mic, and you're like, I'm starting this podcast... Like, from then on, like, creating the brand, like, the name, like, a vision, if you could say, or, like, a mission statement, mm-hmm. like, was that process, like, oh, let's do it all in one night, or, like, gradually, like, during, from the time that you got it to the time you first published it? <laughs> I think it was all in one night. So, I got my microphone, and I was really revved up. I was pumped. I was like, this is so exciting. Um... I just want to get going with it, and especially, just, I don't know, I had ideas kind of brewing in the back, so I hopped onto my computer, and I I probably still have the notes, um, or the notes app page from it, and I started brainstorming all these ideas, because I was like, what do I want to do? Um, Because I listen to Sundition, and it's really educational and informative for me, but I was like, I don't think that, like, a news um, or educational podcast is maybe the best thing I could produce for others um and I was thinking more down the lifestyle realm I really like Emma Chamberlain's Anything Goes podcast and so uh just her talking about stuff about her life and um there are a few others I would listen to 
just as I walk, clean my room. So I was like, mm-hmm. I can't be educational, or not that I can't be, but I was like, no educational, no true crime, um, stuff like that, because I already have people that I listen to, and I just was focused, I guess, on the lifestyle aspect, and I knew that I am very much a hopeless romantic, and I am just, the idea of love, always circling through my brain, everything to do with romance and love, I was like, might as well just incorporate that, um, well, actually, sorry, this is kind of a side note, at the beginning of this year, I applied for a club, and they were looking for someone on the operations, and they were like, oh, also, we have a podcast, and so I had applied in terms of operations, but I also created this whole Google Doc with all my podcast ideas, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of them, like, they're a lot, like, love-centric and stuff, um, questions like, do soulmates exist, and blah, blah, just mm-hmm. things that we could talk about in that realm, and over the past two years, I've compiled a Google Notes, or not Google Notes, also a Notes app, where I've just written down ideas I had if I ever mm-hmm. did start a podcast, and sometimes it's, like, the weirdest things, like, the concept of eggs and how, like, the more I think about when I eat them, the grosser they get. Or to deeper thought-provoking topics, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I grabbed that. I was looking through them. I was like, how, what do I want to label this? Like, what, what is, I don't know, what would best represent what I'm going to do in this podcast and kind of who I am? The first one that I came up uh, was words of affirmation because words of affirmation is one of my top love languages if you've taken the love language test so I was like oh that's kind of cute because I'll just be talking the whole time so it's kind of kind of makes sense um I had made a whole podcast art thing on Canva that with the words of affirmation logo I was really vibing with that Mm -hmm. but I was like hmm I don't really know because I was trying to think of not like a catchphrase but something kind of to help sell that um, and I just wasn't, it wasn't hitting for me. I was like, oh, what if I do love languages? I was like, eh. And then I was like, wait, I could do a love letter because this could be like a love letter to my life and mm. just the future and the present. Um, and I was like, wait, I kind of like that because it's just a letter to myself and not, but not just a love letter, but <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of like was I thought it was nice, and obviously mm-hmm. love letters are usually all happy, happy, but I thought, you know, love itself, well, I've never not been in love happy, romantically, happy. Yeah. yes, but I've been, like, platonically in love, or, like, family mm-hmm. love, it's not always happy, happy, there's obstacles and stuff, so I thought, you know, this could just be a good way to recap my life and just look back and write a letter to everything, so that's how it came to be, then I hopped onto Canva, and I was like, oh, is there a little letter emoji thing and then I plopped that on there I spent a lot of time too much time deciding what color palette I wanted (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know that color palette generator yeah thing on yeah I kept like put inserting new colors blah blah (laughs) yes I I was really looking for that but and then it just it just came to be um uh that at that point my sister I think she my parents my siblings were home for the holidays and my sister had left Mm -hmm and gone back to school, but I kept sending her different things. There's like, do you like this one? Do you like that one? <laughs> I made one where there was like hearts all around the border and my mom was like, Oh, I love that And my sister's like, Aww. It's way too busy. Like exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So hearts around the edge gone. What you see is pretty much the final thing. Mm-hmm. Um then I, I just was so excited to get moving. I made a Gmail account and then I made an Instagram account <laughs> and started planning out my first episode. But I didn't end up mm recording my first episode until I got to college because I flew in the second the second of January 
And oh, so I okay. and at that point the the UCs were still online, um, but like it was just easier for my family for me to fly back. So mm-hmm. no one was really here, so it was easy for me to just be in a quiet area in my room and record. And then it then it was it, it was there. It oh was yeah, there. well I filmed I filmed the trailer at home. Mm-hmm. But then I filmed the first episode here and I like sent out a Google form to people that to like help me with that. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot. I no, just no, you're okay. good. You're good. Yeah, that's a really like I've never mm, seen it progress so quickly. Like for us, we I'm... like deliberated for months oh. on how to yeah. get to, on how to get to our final. Um, well, what is our quote final name? Uh, name and format. We've had yeah. like bumps in the road. Oh. It's been a while. It's been like mm-hmm. a year or so. Yeah. We just have a very different experience. Sundition is such a clever name. I love it. I think about it sometimes. Cece came up with it. Yeah, at first I was I was like Sundition and I was like, Oh I see it. Because what are those called when you combine the words? I don't remember either. But in seventh grade we made a little book of those type of words. That name took us, like, quite a while, because I was like, I want it to be Sunday. I feel like edition would be nice, but I also want podcast. But then we there. don't want to do, like, Sunday edition, because that was funky. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, Sundition. We're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that works. works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the color palette, like, we definitely evolved as well. Like, I had that blue. I, I so I don't know if, the, so I didn't go to Canva first. I had went to a bunch of, like, um, sites, like, free logo makers. Mm. And I would tell them, this is the vibe I want, this is, like, what I like, or, like, this is this type of podcast, and they created, like, a a logo, and Mm. I had run through the colors that they gave me, and I was like, this is ugly, I was like, I don't like this, and then I (laughs) saw the blue, and, yeah, I saw the blue and pink, I was like, ah, I like this, and the thing is, so they give you that, but in order to download, you have to pay. So I don't mm. even have the, I'm not even sure if I have the correct hex codes for the colors because I had to screenshot it and I had to, um, just find, like, I had to drop down on the hex codes to get the, like the light blue and the pink. Mm. So that was, we went through, I I tried so many free logo makers. It was I remember her stressful. sending me like loads and loads of pictures <laughs> and color palettes. But they're like low key all kind of, uh, they weren't yeah. very good. <laughs> I mean, they were like free logo makers. So what do you yeah. expect? Right. Yeah. But Canva yeah, has good ones. I have uh, went out. I went out of my way to get to sign up for a GitHub account to get one free oh. year of Canva Pro. Damn. Yeah. And Canva I, Pro I was... is my the love of my life. <laughs> I was deliberating if it was worth I was gonna try the 30 day the free day Mm -hmm. the 30 whoa 30 day free (laughs) trial and then just keep making new emails to try to get it as long as I could but I was like like at some point new emails yeah so we'll see but But it's yeah try the github thing github yeah so github's like github's the coding the like for coders it's just mm-hmm. like G I T Hub H U B, and basically I signed up 
on my personal account. So it's not even connect. I couldn't even connect it to the Sendition account because I have multiple teams on Canva. And the Sendition one was owned by Sendition, but my school email was, like, not, you know, because I had to sign in. Mm -hmm. Like, it's only for students, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just clicked my original team and, yeah. It worked? It worked. Oh, okay. I'm going to do that because I really want to try Canva Pro. It is so nice, Emmy. It is so nice. (laughs) It looks beautiful. Yeah, I love your graphics. I've been looking at them recently. They've really been <laughs> popping off. And how you can put the okay. videos on top of stuff. On the, like, when I... When you had the speaker. Or that the video of, oh, like, your okay. most recent. That, that one, I don't like as... Is it... I don't, okay. That one, I don't like as much. Is it the one with mm. the Reddit rants? Or is it the one with the guest? Because... It was... Or not the Reddit rant. Oh, you don't like this one as much? Oh, Oh, no, that one I like a lot. That one I like a lot because I made off of Canva. But the other one um, is the one where, like, this this goes as, like, by the sound waves are created by the sound. And there's, there's, like, um, websites for that. But I can't choose the colors Mm. of the fonts, and I get so mad. I'm like, ah. You can't personalize. Yeah, so I was like, whatever, I'll just, like do it on canva so i can't make the sound waves mm-hmm. oh well but it still looks it is what it is yes i'm a pro and then like font uh, claire i don't know if you noticed but i've been slowly evolving away from the local font it's okay i mean like, i don't i don't mind it looks nice so it's just a logo whatever yeah i've been like, <laughs> i've been like trying to brand it but we'll see. Anyways, back to you, Emmy. This is a little interview for you. And no, I love it. It's a nice little combo. <laughs> uh, sorry, Claire. It's your turn to ask a question. I was about to ask you a question. <laughs> when do you have to go, by the way, Gigi? Oh, that? I do not have an event anymore at two, so I am free. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Just wondering, because I was like, <gasps> we have like ten more questions. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot to tell you. So I was like, anyways, okay, okay, so back to Emmy, before you created your own (laughs) podcast, did you have any sort of opinions on the whole podcasting field in general? Hmm, okay, at first, when I, I think I started high school, maybe, I wasn't a big podcast fan, because I don't know if it's more... I don't even know if this plays into it, but it was the justification in my mind that I was more of a visual learner. So I really liked mm. watching YouTube videos or vlogs and stuff like that. Even if the video was just people talking, um, I I liked seeing the person and seeing them talk. But obviously, I would say even in the past year, video podcasts have become a lot more popular or people right. posting the clips of them talking. Um, and I see I feel like those do really well. Um, I was watching... I. Okay, when I started my podcast, like, that first week of January, I was watching so many podcast videos or, like, the five things you're doing wrong as a beginner or blah, 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 how to help it grow, yada, 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 um, and a lot of them were talking about video podcasts, and the more I started watching video podcasts or when they had clips of themselves, I, I enjoyed that more, but I do love listening to podcasts just themselves when I'm going on walks or, like, cleaning my room and stuff like that, um, or just sitting down in bed, but, so at the beginning, 
I feel like it was more, I want to watch YouTube videos and vlogs, but as I've, I guess, matured and grown, um, I just like to listen to them. It's very peaceful. Well, in some ways, but peaceful, (laughs) educational. Like, I like listening to a Spanish podcast to help um, my language progression. But, yeah, I would say that now I really love them. I love listening to them. I do think that they're... The weird, or no, it's not weird, but the influencer to podcaster pipeline mm-hmm. is very popular, but some of the influencer ones are kind of all the same. Not in a mean way. I just feel like, yeah. It's like the same theme, like the same yeah. yeah. hmm But it's kind of interesting to, like, learn about influencers' lives, and me being the nosy person I am, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll listen in. <laughs> so, yeah. But I love them now. And do you feel like, obviously, you've released five episodes now, and when you listen to other uh, people's podcasts, like, do you feel like you listen with a different perspective from before, or, um, yeah, or another intent? Like, do you listen to them now solely for entertainment, or now for more, like, educational learning purposes? I would say that I listen to a lot of them still just... Um, for fun and I think I have a lot more respect for the podcasters not that I didn't before but in some ways people can just see it as like oh you sit down and you start recording but mm-hmm. there is a lot more time that goes into it in terms of so like planning out what you're work. Doing. <laughs> yeah the planning but like what goes in terms of like planning out the whole episode editing the audio and editing that type of stuff um if you're doing like Instagram or how you're producing your content there's a lot more strategy that goes into play in terms of that I just I don't know it's not so cookie cutter there's a lot more steps in between so when I'm listening to them um like there's another girl from our school I don't know if I'm allowed to like name names or stuff but her podcast that she's been working on she'll sometimes do behind the scenes on her Instagram story and they're like she has like she writes out the full transcript and Mm -hmm. stuff um all the work that goes into the graphics it's just how good there's a lot more so I listen with the intent of like, really appreciating the work that they're giving us. And then I feel like for some people, I... the Like, the podcasts that are more similar to mine that I listen to, I do kind of take it in educational purposes as well um, in terms of just how they're setting up their podcast and kind of branding that in terms of, like, on social media and stuff. So. Gotcha. I feel like in the beginning, you don't really think about all the work that's being put in, like, also mm-hmm. because nobody talks about it either. Like, yeah. There's no conversations happening about how much work podcasting really is. So you just have that notion in your head. Like you said, like it's just sit down, record, and that's it. And then publish. Yeah. When it's not that at all. <laughs> there's missing a few steps in between Missing there. a few things, you know, in the behind the scenes that nobody mm-hmm. talks about. So. Yeah. Yup. There are a few, like... I think when I was trying to figure out podcasting and like still to this day for like maybe marketing, there are um, some podcasters whose podcast is about podcasting. (laughs) Like they teach you about podcasting. I watched Mm -hmm. a few Instagram, oh sorry, um, these YouTube videos about this girl and I was like, wow. And it's pretty, it's really helpful, but also... They talk more about strategy rather than, like, 
like the ones that are like oh how to start a podcast right i think there's not as it's more of a like a list rather than a conversation about like certain difficulties like both emotional um and physical that come with starting that are not addressed in these videos mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i i watched this one guy on youtube named Pat, nope. Pat Flynn. oh am i frozen or now you're, you're not. not frozen anymore. okay you were for like a little while. I, <laughs> yeah i saw you guys stop moving i was like uh-oh um <laughs> i watched this guy named pat flynn on youtube who has a lot of podcasts blah blahs but at the same time like you are a bit older I don't know if we're we're go- reaching the same demographic, but he still <laughs> yeah. has a lot of helpful tips. For sure. Yeah, the demographic's also a very big thing to consider. I think this is, like, very different ways to market your content towards mm-hmm. certain ages, like, age groups and, like, yeah. jobs and whatever. So there's, mm-hmm. once again, another factor to consider. You know. Exactly. Yeah. One of the things he was talking about in the five things you shouldn't do when you start a podcast <laughs> or... It was like, oh, when you're marketing to your certain demographic, like, don't, like, have a very specific, I guess, like, goal in mind or, like, what you're branding your podcast around. He's like, make sure it's specific and it's not just general, like, you're just talking about everything. I was like, well, thanks, because I don't really have a specific thing. (laughs) I'm just kind of podcasting. wants to listen. Yeah. I was like, okay, Pat, let's calm down. But... (laughs) You know, I'm still finding, navigating my way. Um, I feel like, for me, the podcasting is like, baby steps. We'll get there. Yeah, for sure. Until I feel sure. confident in my plan and content. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Also subject to change if needed. So. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as for logistics for your podcast, how did you decide when to post, how often, how long your episodes would be, etc., etc.? Yeah, <laughs> that would probably be something I'm still working on. So at first, when I started, I just posted my first episode on a Sunday because I had finished it the night before and I was like, I'm excited to get it out. So I posted it at Sunday at 11 because I thought, I don't know, I was like, I'll, it'll be early enough so I'll be awake. Oh, sorry, my lights went off. But I didn't really know what my target group was. So I don't know if people are like, going to church or like what they have on Sunday activities, blah, blah. Um, or those that are living on the East coast, what their life is like at that time. So I was like, uh, Sunday seems fine. It kind of like is the start of the week basically. And I was doing it once a week, but then school just got busy or just like extracurriculars and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, Hmm, I don't know if once once a week is going to be the most sustainable for me to produce content that I'm actually really happy about because I think it was like my, fourth or third episode I just like I put it out but I was like sitting there I was like I do not like this but I also don't want to let down not like post. my 10 loyal fans <laughs> yeah not... yeah you just don't want to like deprive them of anything or like you just mm-hmm. don't want to not post because yeah you're busy so you just want to post for the sake of it but at the mm-hmm. same time at that point it's like uh, I'm not putting out what I want to put out exactly right? yeah mm-hmm. So that was kind of an internal debate for me. So I switched to every other week as of right now. So an episode will be coming out this Monday. Oh, and then I also switched to Monday. Um, I don't know. I think it was just 
also easier for me being that Sundays were all like a refresh day and sometimes Saturdays were more busy um, to have Monday just be my start day so I could work on stuff on Sunday if needed. So and it's, it's also the start of the week. I don't know if that's changed anything for me personally. I also aim for like 9 a.m. But, you know, we're still figuring that stuff out because, yeah, um, in terms of like the content I'm producing, I'm finding ways to, I want to start posting like little TikToks and stuff. I've started, okay, you know which videos I love on TikTok are the little days in the life where they don't really explain yeah. it, but it's just like clips. clips and so I start, yeah. I start doing those and I always forget halfway through. So I'll get to lunch and then there'll be no other videos after yeah, that. You could do morning. You could do morning. Yeah. Oh, I could like, do morning. morning yes. Maybe I'll do that. You should post mm-hmm. your... Um, I have a few saved up. Personal TikTok videos. Mm-mm. No. No. Yes, <laughs> They're so embarrassing. I can't have my general podcast population watching those. Even though I would say a majority <laughs> of them probably already have seen those TikToks <laughs> because they're just like friends but no so maybe someday Mm, we'll see um perhaps perhaps. yeah i maybe i kind of also want to make little daily vlogs where i do talk to put on my um instagram reels or tiktok page but i don't know i'm still figuring all these things out because i really i i someday somewhere down the line being a micro influencer kind of sounds fun and i don't know but I get so stressed sometimes thinking about, like, the scheduling and everything. Mm-hmm. But I have to remind myself that this is just for fun and that, you know, it's just, yeah, it really just is for fun. But I did get some feedback. Some people enjoy the every other day- week. Um, I had a few people tell me that it's, like, a nice part of the routine to have it just every week. Um, but then again, I'm like, do I have enough to talk about yeah. to be producing a con? Yeah. yeah. I was just saying that, like, if I posted every week, I think my episodes would be a little bit shorter. Mm. I know, like, we had, so we interviewed this guy, uh, this chef who was a podcaster, um, Chefs Without Restaurants, and what he does sometimes is when he has, records an episode, he doesn't post the whole thing. What he does sometimes mm-hmm. is he'll post most of it, and if next week he doesn't have time to record, he just posts the rest of it. So, like, oh. if you want to, like, keep that posting, uh, that schedule of posting every week, you could break stuff up into part one, part two. So, technically, you still record a full episode, but you release half of it, mm. like, this Monday and half of it the next Monday. So, you, oh. I don't know. That could be mm-hmm. a possibility, but definitely relate to every week not being sustainable. Everything because you said, yeah. We yeah. did that, but then we had times where we're like, I couldn't, like, going into senior year, I was like, Claire, I need to take a month break. We took a month break. Mm-hmm. We've a taken that break. before. And just sometimes... Like, school is just getting so yeah. busy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, when we decide not to post, like, I feel like there's some part of me that's kind of guilty or ashamed, because I feel like I can't keep up, and... There were times where I felt really bad. Like, I didn't even mention it on social media that we're not posting this week. I was like, I feel like I mm-hmm. should tell them. But, like, I don't know. I kind of just, like, pushed it away. I was like, you know, we'll just release next week, release next week. And because, and, like, I really, and also in college, like, we were rushing. 
on Fridays and Saturdays to record because that's usually when we like where we have time to record. Mm-hmm. But you know, like you can't record everything on Friday, Saturday, and also edit everything as well, because sometimes it's just too much. So we decided to go every other week. Every other week, as and well. honestly, it's been a it's been a good change. But sometimes we do mm-hmm. forget to record in yeah. the first week, so we end up rushing anyway. But me, um, it's, at least it's, it's not stressful. as bad as last time. Yeah. So yeah. It is definitely less stressful if you're brushing every other week instead of every single week. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So we get like a little break mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than um, like finding your times, like what do you think was your biggest struggle? Like whether it was technical, like recording stuff or more subjective, like making the idea or like solidifying it um i would say it was probably the content aspect because i don't really have a specific selling point or just kind of like thing that i'm always going to be talking about it was a little difficult for me to say oh what do i want to be doing this week or what i because half of them half of my episode is probably just me giving life updates but i think that's part of it where you can just kind of aimlessly listen to my podcast and just like do other things with your life and just me talk to you but the second part of the podcast I was always like I don't know what I want to talk about sometimes I do have certain thoughts but I don't know if I can talk about them for that long um or kind of what seems relevant in my life blah blah stuff like that I feel like the content aspect is still something I'm figuring out um so it's it's very miscellaneous and that kind of not having a set plan sometimes um can be stressful but in terms of technical things like I made sure to do a lot of research on audacity and anchor and stuff like that so and I feel like resources are more accessible in that area like on YouTube and stuff but the content is still where I'm trying to buckle down and I'm just kind of all over the place like this week I I reached out to this one artist she's like a very small musical artist but I I like really love her music and I didn't she's small enough to the point where I can still dm her and it's not pending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, some people, mm-hmm. once they reach, like, certain amount of followers, you just can't even DM them. So I'm really excited because, like, we're going to – I'm going to interview her, like, next week. I, like, don't – like, I, I – but the thing is, I'm like, what is this becoming? Am I going to just become a radio show where I interview artists? Because I have a little list of people that are, like, dream guests or people that I would really want to come on the podcast that aren't, like, in the kind of realm of people I know. Mm-hmm. and half of them are musicians so i don't really know where this um the podcast is just miscellaneous honestly maybe should have titled it that <laughs> because it will just be everything but like a love letter to music and like the art that i appreciate i guess yeah so that's like a unifying theme you can put yeah thing. no can- i was just gonna say i think music is one of the most well represented and um, most popular form of love letters like a lot of the songs that we listen to like even if we just like it for the melody they're always like songs about love always are the most popular because that's something we all like connect to mm-hmm. in the song so we could have them oh my god if you could have them like write a little poem as an artist oh my gosh that's so that's cute, so cute. <laughs> 
Wait, maybe I'll write that down. Yeah. 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 I'm so excited. Ah. (laughs) We'll see. I've interviewed only, like, one person in my life before. I interviewed this, um, this, she was a teen, but she was running for her school council in Maryland, um, to advocate for, like, period products in schools and stuff, and I was, that was the first interview on Zoom I'd ever done, and it was just really hard for me once she answered the question to kind of, like, continue that instead of just sitting there and be like, yeah, okay, and then next question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was difficult for me to like relate to it or add any commentary to what she said, mm-hmm. and I felt awkward. Fair enough, it happens. When you feel yeah, like a bigger guest. Then but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, but I think like over time, I would hopefully get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you'll probably get used to it just because interviews yeah. are so much more different than having just a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. with a friend or something especially yeah. since you don't know the person that well either so it's just more difficult yeah, yeah. I think oh, well. you're not alone in that okay. though yeah mm-hmm. like, you'll Claire definitely and I get have there. definitely had like issues not issues but like even cause like one it is a little weird cause we go back and forth right so mm-hmm. like we never know what the other person has to like <laughs> ask after so we're like so I'm like looking at him like she gonna ask <laughs> and or like is she gonna respond and you know like with zoom it's a lot Sorry. more difficult because of lagging issues of course but um mm-hmm. you guys can't gesture like if you're recording together like me and cc have recorded before and we're like here are you doing it like am i doing it are you doing like pointing yeah. at each other before and then we would be like oh okay cool yeah <laughs> but it's like awkward when zoom, that person also like... sees like she's like why yeah like the guest would be yeah. like why where are they pointing yeah <laughs> Because, like, and when we used to record in person, it'd be, like, through phone call or something. Yeah, so I would, like, whisper. So then we'd point and it'd be fine. It would be okay. Or we'd, like, mute ourselves and, like, talk or, like, gesticulate or whatever the hell. And then we'd mm-hmm. get the message across to each other. But now since Zoom, you can't be, like, CC. Right? It's just a lot harder. Yeah. I think one thing I've definitely learned from, like, interviewing is that like whenever it's even if it's the smallest thing and it's not directly related to maybe what you're interviewing that person for like sometimes I just jump on it and ask a question about that because then it helps build like a better relationship that will show later in like your other questions because at the end of the day you can always get rid of like you don't you can cut that part out because it's not relevant but then you still have that Bond, which mm-hmm. I think definitely helps. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyway, back to Emmy's podcast. <laughs> yeah, Again. sorry, I, mean, I really think you going. No, I love this. I I was. I think the conversational tangent part is so much fun, and, and then it doesn't have to be just like. Anyways, it's not like robotic, like robotic, and it's yeah, like call and response or something mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. No, not the call and response. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh well, we used to do our swim team chance would go repeat after me repeat after me I this is the repeat that. after me song what's the one um, we used to do I'm... at like um i i really hated the pants one it was so weird oh yeah the like it's the... like it's in your <laughs> it's in what your pants that? it's in your bones it's spirit something, something like, like that. that and then we had our what's the what's the one where oh we go back and forth and then we repeat it like five times 
sounds cultish. <laughs> it was. And then and then we tried to replicate it in our swim club and it did not work out. Oh yeah. Cause like obviously our school was the most like we had the most kids and like the older oldest kids in the team. So like we were in charge we were mainly in charge of chance and since we were the biggest like population of our high school, like we chose a chant from our high school and then we had to reword it with our own swim club name and it was it was so offbeat we could not make it hey <laughs> that's sad anyway back on track once again <laughs> it's all good um so all of us being college students now first years how has that transition or just in general how has college impacted your podcasting Oh, okay. Well, okay. I guess it's different for you guys because you guys started in high school and so you've seen more of the effects of college in that transition process. But because I started while in college, I've only known what it's like to be recording here. I would say like not having my own space and stuff. Obviously, roommates come and go or friends knock and stuff. So that's a little bit I guess more difficult, but also, like, it's no problem. I can always edit stuff out. Um, it's just, I think, finding time. Really delegating those That's times. That's the just, biggest. Yeah. There's just so much happening, and not everything's, like, consistently at a schedule. And you have a lot more time to build your own schedule, so it's it's making <laughs> worth of that time and managing all of that. Um, I would say would be the biggest thing for me. Yeah, honestly, I kind of liked that, okay, well, whenever I wanted to start a YouTube channel, this is kind of off topic, but not really, I was always worried about what it would be like to go back to school and then be embarrassed mm-hmm. or something if people, like, brought it up, and I think being at college, it was nice because, like, yeah, people will, people do come up to talk to me about it, or, like, my friends, when we meet someone new, they'll be like, oh, did you know Emmy has a podcast, and then, like, I get kind of, like, shy and embarrassed, and you're like, but- oh, yeah, but it's nice because it's so much bigger than our high school that, you know, people don't, they're not going to care. And I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things about college. Like, people care, but people don't care so much about your, like, what you're, this doesn't sound bad. Not in, they don't care, like, everyone's kind of doing their own thing. And, like, obviously your friends and people, like, kind of in your circle care. But when you're walking around, it's not like I know somebody, I'm going to, like, they're in the hallway and they're going to They're gonna not going to judge you or anything. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. Not, they don't care enough to judge. So. Exactly. So it's been a lot free, more freeing in that aspect, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for us, like, we started it before, like, in school. And then it hit quarantine. So, like, we didn't really that have was, that like, thing right after. where, like, yeah. we didn't really have the thing where, like, oh, like, people come up to, because we were online. <laughs> like, it was impossible, you know? But, um, I definitely feel that I think, because I think back in high school, like, the majority of, like, the people you know of follow you. So, if you promote mm-hmm. it personally, it's like they know. But they hear, like, they 100% I guarantee know. you, if, like, most people don't know. And, like, we've talked about before, like, I feel like in college, I've, because I'm introdu- I've been, like, practicing introducing myself to new people, I've also had to practice, like, being more open and really, like, proud or supportive of the own things I'm mm-hmm. doing. Like, oh, like, if they ask, 
I finally have a question. Like, what do you do for fun? Or like, what's your hobby? I can say, oh, I run a podcast. That's true. Instead Before, of I had to say, I don't know. Uh, Make pause and think. And I can yeah. say, oh, I have a podcast in my spare time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is so cool. So. I never thought about that. That's good for, for answering a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think I've also had to learn to be, I've been trying to be more confident when people do mention it because it's not something to be embarrassed by at yeah. all. I think it's just like, I don't want to seem like boastful. I, or I don't know. I just like, it's it's different when it's. Yeah, because you're not like, it's I hard have to, a podcast. Like that yeah, kind of thing. It's just like, just something I do in my spare time. Yeah, so you it. don't want to be like, you don't want to act like you're trying to market it to them or something. You're just yeah. like, yeah, like podcast yeah. that's it <laughs> sometimes i'm always no other like, details i'm like a bit i'm not scared or like i don't okay let me say this like i feel like what you guys were talking about i felt less of but the more thing like something i felt more scared of it was like them listening to what i think i feel like that's so like mm. why like i'd rather have strangers that, know what i think than that too you because now like when i talk to you you have like a different image perspective of me yeah that you didn't have before and that i normally like especially since we're like politics or like there's a lot of politics and there's a lot of like more like general social thoughts i think just like touchy-feely stuff too yeah, yeah those are some things like you wouldn't share with someone right away like, when I first mm-hmm. meet them, like, I'm not going to, like, suddenly tell you everything I think of. Yeah. But if you listen to my podcast, now you know. I'm, like, and not that I'm, like, scared of my thoughts. Like, that's the reason I put them out there. But, like, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Just to have, like, people you barely know. They're not complete strangers. But you still interact with them to a point where it's, like, mm-hmm. I kind of know you, but I kind of don't. So yeah. just having them know... <laughs> A lot more than you're kind of comfortable with is just mm. peculiar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, well, because like, I, I didn't think, I like, I was like, oh, yeah, if people have different, I guess, views than you guys, and they just like yeah. hop on. But yeah, for me, it was more just being vulnerable on the internet is scary. Oh and God. I think I went through a period of time where I wanted to be this mysterious person who no one knew anything about. Like, I go through those periods where I want to be really mysterious. Um, and, like, that's why I, over the, like, past year I had stopped posting, like, on my private story, really. Because I was like, I want to be mysterious. Like, no one will know what's going on in my life. <laughs> but then I, then I started a podcast. It's not like anyone <laughs> can know what's possible. going on. Yeah, everybody, like, everybody knows what's going on. So, so mysterious, no more, but new it's fun mm-hmm. trade-offs trade-offs mm-hmm. literally yeah. yeah speaking about the things you talk about like especially for compared to like obviously compared to condition i feel like yours is way a lot more personal like in a general sense like that doesn't make sense but um uh more personal to you and your experiences like you've talked about male validation self-esteem love which i think are a lot uh like very complicated issues because they're more about your like your inner thoughts and so i just mm-hmm. would like to know like how do you go about communicating your thoughts like moving them from your head to like 
paper or your computer and then finally out of you? Yeah, um, I would say that in terms of some of these, I don't know, like, I guess deeper topics or ones that require more reflection or take a, I guess, more toll on me mentally. Mm-hmm. Like, writing them down sometimes seems a little, like, artificial or it's hard to get what I'm really trying to say. So I'll yeah. just put little bullets of things or, like, main points that really speak to the topic in terms of, like, what I think. Um... Sometimes I'll even do a little pre-recording where I just word vomit basically out into a voice memo of like what my thoughts are and then I can write those down and then when I'm recording the podcast then I kind of bounce off of those. There's I feel like for the those type of podcasts like the most recent one where I was talking about my insecurities or stuff when I finished and posted it and listening to it back I was like there's places where I could have now sitting here I have different thoughts on them or I could have added to that or something else blah blah because I feel like a lot of those topics is kind of come and go or you're in a different situation where there's like when in my mind like the male validation is extremely apparent and I have more thoughts to add to the podcast um because it's sometimes it's hard when I'm sitting here and just talking about my insecurities for every emotion or everything that I usually feel about those to just come out naturally so I would say it's kind of difficult sometimes but I like to hit key main points ish. Um, but yeah, mm. I don't know. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> or like I'll be in conversations with friends at like a meal or something, and they say something, or we're having a good conversation. It's like this is also something that I could have put in there, maybe as a preface to one of my thoughts, and like to justify it or explain something better. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think once that, you post it, there's no going yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. but so. I think the good thing about podcasting is all you can always provide updates. Like what you said, a lot of like our thoughts and our feelings about it are constantly fluid. So mm-hmm. like, and you can provide like maybe a changed perspective, like after an event, like a new artist, because mm-hmm. we definitely had that too. Like, although this artist is more like political analysis, I'm like. Hmm. I could have, like, after listening, I'm like, hmm, I could have made a different point, like, or added a different interpretation. I could have added something else. Yeah. But I, like, yeah. obviously, you can't think of everything at once, and, like, exactly. it's best not to have regrets. Mm-hmm. Also, like, understand the nature of podcasting as well. Mm-hmm. And with, like, sharing your personal topics in your life to a listener that's i think also very relatable to us as well because like we said we have our own views our own experiences too that we incorporate into some of our episodes that are kind of personal like for me i've talked about like mental health issues online and it's a bit hard but it's okay but for (laughs) you (laughs) but like for you how do you feel like about sharing personal stories this is like more how you feel about sharing them instead of like formatting mm, it's hard uh, I don't even know like the my most recent episode talking about my insecurities I like had to pause and take a good 15 minute break and then come back mm-hmm. to it because I feel like some are so emotionally draining and I'm like do I really want to be putting this out on the internet for people to hear not that right. I would not in the sense that I think that anyone would ever take advantage of that content and try to like 
use it against me. But in terms of like, these are thoughts that I usually keep to myself. Do I really want more people to hear it? And like some people, oh my gosh, my friend told me the other day that her her mom listens to it. Uh And I was like, do I really want a mom listening to me talk about this? (laughs) And like, it's accessible if my parents want to listen to it. Like, I don't know if they are, like if my mom's listening to it. And some of these things like I don't talk about with my mom. Mm-hmm. And so it just, it all feels very vulnerable and I don't know. For sure, for sure. There's like a lot of like discomfort when it comes to that. I don't know, just for me, I just talk about it when I'm ready to. I try mm-hmm. not to push it just because yeah. when you push it, it's weird. And it's probably, yeah. I don't know, I feel like if I push it, then it might be ingenuine too. Just because I'm like mm-hmm. laughing it off or trying to veer past it, right? So, yeah. I don't know. Lots of factors come into play for this one. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like for me, I'm definitely still very against sharing certain personal details about my life um, to the general public. Um, just mm-hmm. because, like, weirdly enough, like, after making so many reels and, like, being online so much, I think... I was definitely that person who was, like, posting a lot of stuff on their story about, like, their thoughts, uh, like, social, about society and whatnot. And I realized, and it got to a point where I felt it was not, like, not that I didn't want people to know, like, like, to judge me for what I thought. It's just, like, I don't think it's worth my, not worth, like, I just, it's not really worth my time for like people to have like for me to have to give people what i think you know yeah so like i think props to you both for sharing stuff because <laughs> i personally cannot then i think yeah there's one part of me i was like oh i want to be mysterious but also like like the more time i spend on social media the less i want to do stuff on it like Fair the enough. less i want people to know about which is i mean yeah you also have like the whole online thing you want to keep a certain part of your life private just because social media is so public especially since we have podcasts right we're marketing to everyone (laughs) so Mm -hmm. there's it's like you know so there's obviously like some part you want to just keep to yourself which is like completely understandable i'd say Mm -hmm. yeah like i think okay I didn't tell, like, I've only told Claire, but, like, we've gotten, like, weird comments. Like, we've gotten two really <laughs> weird comments on, like, reels. And the first one was, because uh, we did, like, our Wednesday words on diversity. And this guy, I kept his, okay, I, like, reported his comment, I think. I remember. Because it was, like, oh, it would have been fine if he didn't include the last two words. But he was, like, why don't we just not talk about it? And then he called me a little girl. And I was, like. No, it was me. He called me a little girl. Oh yeah, it was her little girl, and I was it like, was "That's me. so creepy." Like, yeah. yeah, and I was like, "I think and it's I like, gone Ew. now." I have to check. Like, I tried to because re- I didn't want to just delete it. I like, I tried to report it. But I don't, I don't understand how his family works all the time. And then the second one was like, I had posted. Um, it was like, "Oh, did I really DM all these people on Discord?" And he was like, "The most important part is looking at you." And then I reported it. It's just so weird. Oh my god, that's so it was gross. So it is so gross. Yeah. So, like, there's definitely that aspect that makes me really not want to do it. 
I agree, but I also just want to like fight them, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, yeah. like, please don't call me that. Like, I have this because I don't know. I just felt like responding, but I didn't want to at the same time because I probably say something that I'd regret just because of how gross that was. Right? I just wanted to like yeah. fight back at whoever the fuck that was. So yeah. Um, Oh, goodness. <sighs> so, yeah. But yeah, Good I think stuff. people. Yeah. I know, like, <laughs> I think people like when we were talking about people don't talk about how hard podcasting is. It's also like putting yourself out there. Like, it's weird to think that you will get comments like that. Like people, yeah. Weird. Like honestly, mm-hmm. in the yeah, in the beginning, I didn't think that we'd get anything like that just because podcasting, no face, right? No yeah. face. It's more face. private. <laughs> yeah, it's more private than a, let's say like a YouTube channel or something. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something I never thought about until mm-hmm. it happened. So yeah, that's a new experience I can talk about now. So stop being gross, you guys. I know that's like one of the reasons why my parents didn't want me to get a YouTube channel because like for sure, my for face sure. would just be on there and as a minor, and but also just like even in this day and age, it's so circulates creepy. everywhere and people are yeah. so yeah, there's just certain people Dang. you don't want to see your stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Damn. I hope that doesn't hope that never happens to making to content. Like, I did really, like, I really like making, like, creating content, and it's something yeah. that, like, it's my passion. Graphic design is my passion. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's, like, kind of, like, fun, because it, like, I take sounds, and then I just, like, um, try to find ways it connects to, like, our podcast. So, mm-hmm. yeah still fun mm-hmm. yeah just hoping it never happens to you emmy or to anyone out there i know be safe out there you guys yeah i know that weren't raised properly so <laughs> i also feel like tiktok like if you post stuff on there there's just like so many tons of creepos yeah well oh like, kind of going away from strangers, I would love to, like, know your thoughts on, like, on, or not your thoughts, like, how did your friends and family react to when you said, oh. oh, guys, I'm starting a podcast. Everyone in my life was so supportive, so I'm really thankful for that. Um, like, I would say, you know the phrase that's like, oh, people in your, are in your court, like, I think that was very um, apparent, because everyone was, like, so supportive the whole time. They were just, like, yada yada, like, reposting it, following it, doing all that stuff. And it's, like, my friends love to, or, like, I'll get messages from people um, when they listen to the episode. And they're, like, oh, I love this part or blah, blah. Or they'll send me something, like, laughing at a part. I'm, like, oh, you guys actually listen. Because for me, I was, like, I don't really care. I didn't expect a lot of people to listen just because, I don't know. I don't know how many people like to listen to podcasts um, first. And then also, I'm like, if you don't have time, like, you don't need to listen. There's no need for you to be, I don't know, listening to my podcast. I, there was no expectation for that. So, I don't know. It's just really nice. And, like, there's some people that I went to middle school with that I'd get DMs Aww. from them. And I was like, whoa, that's yeah, so cool. Too. 
Um, and I think it just it's nice, and everyone was super supportive, and yeah, I couldn't ask for a better like group of people to release that into because not that I expected any backlash, <laughs> but I was just like I didn't know yeah. what to like extent the support would be at. So it's been good, and everyone's like, oh, I'll come on the podcast if you ever need a person. I was like, yes, thank you, I will. Yeah, so. I didn't expect. Yeah, like you, I didn't expect anyone to listen. Mm-hmm. But I've had like a friend like yell. He's like, "Where's the release?" <laughs> it was like like a small maybe like a week break or something. He'd be like, "Where's the release, Claire?" Yeah, where's where the is podcast? My, where's my episode? Like, yeah. Oh my oh, god, I'm sorry. So yeah. I have friends in like, um, like that I met here that constantly liked my reels, and they're like, "Why haven't you released one today?" I'm like, oh. "Yeah, they're <laughs> at the time." But yeah, yes. I think it's it's crazy. I'm not crazy, but like it's not that we're like a superstar or anything. But <laughs> you know what they say, like you are. I can't imagine like your support, and I'm like, I feel like that. Like those are kinds of speeches when you get. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I would like to thank Boda for the overwhelming yeah. support from you guys. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. yeah. I'm You're like, I'd like, like to think the Academy. <laughs> yeah. the Academy Award. <laughs> anyway, I'm... going back to, all the way back to, uh, I guess, your first episode. What were some positive and negative emotions associated with releasing that episode? I mean, it's like a big step, right? Yeah. Um, I would say positive. I was just excited to like put my... Put, put an episode out um something i was passionate about blah blah i guess so like in terms of positive emotions but negative i was really scared that no one would listen to it or that people wouldn't necessarily like necessarily like it or that i would just be giving too much out of my life to people i don't know because like a part of me was like this sounds so Dumbass, like, do people deserve the right to, like, know all these little aspects about my life? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, I guess in my head I made this, the decision that they do because <laughs> my thoughts are now on the internet. But I was definitely very scared, um, just of what people would think or if people would listen at all. So, I guess that would be, which is, like, something that I guess I shouldn't really care about, but I was, like, and also is this the best work that I could put out or should I try re-recording I re-recorded my first episode twice because I didn't like how the first one turned out Mm -hmm. and um yeah so yeah I don't know I just I think one of the biggest advice they give or like one of the biggest pieces of advice they give for podcasters is to be patient because I think yeah. you expect there to, like, so a part of me was like, no one's going to listen. But then a part of me was like, I, I would hope that people listen. And if so, it can be like a growing thing. But mm-hmm. I've seen podcasters who are doing amazing now, but it's taken them like five years to get to this point. So it's a very 100%. kind of a gradual steps into like being really happy with the content you're producing, being confident like this is your brand and having like thousands of downloads you know there's no immediate gratification yeah ever usually Mm -hmm. yeah but i think like with this day and age we always forget that and Mm -hmm. i know that when me and cc first started this podcast i was always like a little 
depressed about or like just kind of like downhearted about how slowly it was growing but mm-hmm. then i always had to remind myself like oh there's no such thing as instant gratification when it comes to content creating or like just like creating in general whatever yeah. you're putting out there just don't expect instant gratification and if it happens it happens sometimes it does but it's definitely not something that happens all the time so mm-hmm. just have to be patient and stick with it stick with what you're doing as long as you're enjoying it yeah and believe in it then that's that's great like that's, that's pretty all much you all you need for now mm-hmm. yep. you think it affected like any expect or like uh expectations or goals you had for the podcast when you first released it or um so i i didn't really know what like a good baseline for podcasting is or any of that stuff and i didn't have a lot of expectations going into it i think the hardest part for me was just like seeing like consistency and people listening and then like one episode there just be no one or like half of the numbers i was like damn maybe people were just busy or they didn't really like the theme of that episode or something i think that was hardest for me because i just i don't i think sometimes i get too caught up in the numbers of things like well actually okay i've grown a lot since i was i guess like in the beginning years of high school where i don't care about like my followers or like instagram likes or whatever but i do like now that I'm in the podcast, I can see who listens. Yeah. And so that, like, is a new number to look over. Yeah. Um, which is not the healthiest thing. And I have to remind myself, like, you're doing it for fun. It's not about how many people are listening. And also, like, people have lives. And it's not this instant gratification thing. So. Maybe that just yeah. comes with time, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, it's only been, what, two months, three months? Yeah, How's it already pretty March? pretty new, so. So, yeah. It, yeah. Once again, it is what it is. You just kind of have mm-hmm. to deal with it and move yeah. on. Yeah. If you really do want that kind of like growth, you can always work toward it. It's not like impossible. Mm-hmm. You just gotta put yeah. that extra effort. So exactly. Mm-hmm. There's a level of like maturity. I don't know growth that goes on because like now it's kind of like I'm running my own thing. I'm producing the graphics, the stuff for that. Um the podcast just generally i think it makes me feel more independent and kind of like i'm in control of something in a good way um in my life and it's just fun to do i think also having these every other weekly episodes to just kind of decompress and talk about my life i'm like oh i've seen like how i've grown as a person and even just after releasing my most recent episode about the insecurities um i feel like being able to share that like it kind of lifted up lifted a weight off my shoulder and I just kind of like listening to it back I hear all these things like the way I talk about myself and I can learn to change that how I can improve like my own self-talk or something like that you know what I mean um I don't know I think but college generally has made me feel more like an adult um so in that sense I do feel like I've matured even just rapidly from the summer until now for sure so much gross it's overwhelming <laughs> it More is independence mm-hmm. do you have a vision of how your podcast like still plays a role in your life like maybe one year from now five years from now and i don't want to think about it but like 10 years like when you're 28 or so damn 
Girl. No. <laughs> I can't even imagine being 28. What the heck? Well, um, we'll save that thought for another time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, personally, for me, like, obviously for you guys, er, there's news happening every... It's not. It's never like news is going to stop. Yeah. So, like, in terms of mine, I think you you just like constantly have life experiences so I feel like I'll always have content to talk about Mm -hmm. and I think it'd just be fun to have this going until I decide like and if I feel like I would go at least another five years podcasting um and I think that when we get into our 20s that podcasting could be really fun in terms of like my lifestyle things to look back at my college self and also like if I'm in my 20s like living in a city Blah blah. Dude, let's see how that I goes, right? yeah. At some point, I really want to do like a ten first date series, where I like um, recap them or even bring those people onto the podcast. But you know, in college, <laughs> I'm not meeting a lot of potential um, suitors. So maybe when I'm in my twenties, I'll meet actual guys that I could see myself dating. <laughs> Yes. Hey, I know it didn't work out, but, <laughs> but, if but you like, like to can come you on. come onto the podcast? Hey, come on yeah. The podcast really quickly. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> the um Brooklyn and Bailey, those two YouTubers, the twin oh, yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did like a ten first date series, and now Brooklyn's still dating one of them. Oh, wait, that's nice. I know. That's cute. I know. No, for a podcast, you get to know them pretty well. Yeah. True. On a much deeper level. Right. Mhm. So someday that's down the line, I think that'd be fun. Love. Yeah. Maybe I'll it's stop when too. I get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you could be writing love letters. My life too. experiences. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's kind of that's so cheesy. <laughs> or also, I think love letters to like anything, like food, love letter to um, like daily walks. Yeah. Is still. Could be relevant. <laughs> yes. Maybe a yep. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? Like and maybe this will change into like a more business focus. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. We'll Life see. happens. Yeah. Exactly. Can always rebrand. Can always change. Always exactly. Just to kind of wrap this episode up a little bit, for those that maybe only have one trailer in their podcast and maybe one episode, um, we basically like they just started. What is some advice that you would give them? <laughs> oh, I would say having a general outline of like what you're doing and what you're going to talk about it is always really helpful because I have tried to kind of like hail Mary an episode but it's just <laughs> not as nice it's um it's not as uniform yeah it's not as uniform and even with me just talking about random stuff it's still nice to have an outline of where I want to go in the podcast what points to hit stuff like that I think um just I don't know going at your own pace I think obviously I don't know, we live in a society that's very work hard, work hard, like grind, grind, grind. Mm -hmm. And so don't feel pressure to be posting every week or even every other week. If you just like have a month, an episode a month or whatever works on your timeline, I think whatever is best for you, it makes you happy and you can sustain 
I think that would be best. And also just like, I don't know, make it your own thing. Do whatever you want. You don't have to conform to what, like any like standard of what a podcast or like what you think a podcast should be like and just have fun with it. Honestly, have fun with it. It's, it can just be a little passion project, I guess would be my advice. And don't get caught up with the numbers. Patience. Just, yeah. For sure. For sure. And, and own it. Don't be scared to talk about it, I guess, with others. I know the first time I posted on my Instagram story, I was like, <laughs> yeah. But like, I think when the Instagram started taking off, I was a little, or like having to uh, repost on my story, I was yes. a little hesitant because I was like, oh, everybody's going to know, and my parents <laughs> might know. And yeah. I think I also, like, because my cousin follows my Instagram, I think she knew. And then my aunt somehow found out and asked me to send the link of the podcaster. And I was like, Stop. okay. No. My mom comments Ooh. on the podcast. Oh, seriously? <laughs> oh, that's so yeah, cute. It's cute. One time I, I was think sad about something. Anymore. And then she commented mm-hmm. a little heart on one of my. That's so cute. That's so sweet. Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it is definitely, like, my cousin also follows this podcast account. Oh, yeah. He um, tries to give advice sometimes. Yeah. Shout out to him. Um, oh, is he the one that did the tutoring? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. When I told my aunt, or when my aunt found out in the beginning, she didn't know that I was dating. And that was something that I wanted to not wanted to include on this podcast but it was like if we were talking about experiences i mean it's a part of my experience so i was like yeah like might as well mention it but i couldn't say anything because then she knew like if i said anything then she'd know Mm -hmm. because i hadn't told them yet i was like just like trying so hard to like keep it inside me and it was weird yeah (laughs) until they found out that i could talk freely yeah it could be a great way to like break it to them. You've just put in break the it podcast, to them, like, so you like listen, hey, listen to the yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then just hang up, and then they'll find out, and then they'll start going. <laughs> you know, that that's how it works. This, yeah. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation, Emmy. I'm so glad you could come on. Um, I realize we haven't done this in a while, but I would love to ask you one last question. We can keep it super short, but okay. um, what is your ideal Sunday brunch? Oh, okay. Yes. I think... Hmm. This is hard. A a nice, like, fruit salad to have on the side with, like, strawberries, blueberries, green grapes, watermelon, stuff like that. Then I do love myself a good French toast. Mm. I really like um, sausage links. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Something about those are really yummy. Uh, uh-huh. Like French toast, sausage links, like French toast with like whipped cream on it. Um, I'll have some eggs. I like it. I, I, eggs and I have a love-hate relationship. Um, eggs. <sighs> what else? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not the biggest breakfast person. So for brunch, maybe we could even do like lunch. Brunchy, lunchy. I would have those as, like, more of the breakfast foods, but I do love myself a good donut. Um, So maybe some donuts and I don't know. I actually don't Any know. Drinks? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Oh. You, you need... oh, yeah, drinks. 
orange juice or cranberry juice. Ooh. I would say. I actually don't or like, like a nice little cranberry iced tea. Oh yeah. Iced tea. I love sparkling water, which I know that's some people just are like, why would you drink that? Not but <laughs> sparkling water. Um, yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm trying to think of if I've ever gone to brunch, what do I get? When I was younger, I used to, yeah, I used to love getting like at this one brunch place, they'd like make a Mickey Mouse out of like your pancakes Aww. and stuff. Oh, that's so oh my cute. God. Wait, I did go to. When I was driving home from, like, a road trip, we did go to IHOP for the first time. And, like, that was the first time I had pancakes in so long. Um, they were good. They were very good. So, yeah. Well, that would me. that would be mine. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Well, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And have a great Sunday. <laughs>